you will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Office Depot Office Max has great deals on everything you need to succeed, like stylish furniture and chairs to keep you working comfortably, the latest tech to keep you organized and productive, calendars and planners to keep you on schedule, and cleaning supplies to keep your space spotless. It's the perfect time to stock up on the supplies you need to succeed from the office to your home and everywhere in between. Need it fast? No problem. Place your order at officedepot.com and pick it up in just 20 minutes at your nearest Office Depot or Office Max store. What they don't want you to know, with your host, Mr. Noriega. Is the government keeping secrets? You bet they are. And here, those secrets are revealed. Teachers, seven years, researching the common core of the education system. Author Noriega. What they don't want you to know. Gentile will come to an end. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us this time, this beautiful time when autumn has come upon us and we ponder and we say to ourselves, the sign of the times are upon us, the signs of the times are here. And one of the very first things that we talk about right now is the allegory of the wild and tame olive trees and the wild and tame olive fruit. Two different things, mind you, because the tame olive trees refer to Israel themselves and the tame olives refer to the people, the individual fruits. And so these covenant people of the Lord, these people that have the power, there is a direct link or correlation between our day and what's happening here in the allegory of the olive trees. Now, what I want to point your mind to is that there are several prophecies by different prophets throughout the history of the world, especially modern day prophets like Brigham Young, prophesying that the time of the Gentiles would come to an end, meaning the grafted-in Gentiles. Who are the grafted-in Gentiles? Because in the, olive, uh, in the allegory of the olive trees, we specifically understand what's happening in Israel. 
I want to explain that before the Lord comes, before the Savior appears on the Mount of Olives, the time of the Gentiles, that is the dominion of the Gentiles, the time when the Gentiles rule the world and have control and also have control of the church of Jesus Christ. The prophecy states that the time of the Gentiles will come to an end before the second coming. So, has that happened? Well, it's happening before our eyes, isn't it? Let's look at it politically. And to look at it politically, we have to say, well, who are the Gentiles? And so we have to understand exactly who the Gentiles are because Jesus Christ referred to the Gentiles as the people that were not Israelites or rather that were not Jews, but to those people that were outside of the immediate reign and realm of the Jews that were under Caesar. So at that time, Jesus Christ referred to the Gentiles as any of the nations like Caesar's nation, like Rome, that did not have the Israelite blood in it, and also that did not have the covenant. So any of the people that, yes, ruled over Jerusalem, or any of the heathen nations. Now the Gentiles, the Gentiles would not receive the gospel of Jesus Christ directly from Jesus Christ, but rather, as stated in the Book of Mormon, and in the Bible, the Gentiles would receive it through third party and by the visitation, the confirmation of the Holy Ghost. So, the Gentile nations, meaning the people that are mostly Anglo-Saxon, these people would receive the ministering of the gospel through the Israelites, but also receive this gospel and given it over to their hands by heavenly visitations. And this happened, of course, with Joseph Smith receiving of the plates, receiving the authority to organize the church again upon the earth. Past history, yes. Happened already? No, because the time of the Gentiles is still upon us, but about to break. So who are the Gentiles again? The Gentiles are all those people that do not have a direct lineage, in other words, direct descendancy, from Israelites or Israelite blood. Now what happens to these people at the time that they are grafted in as in Jacob 5, the allegory of the olive trees? And we have to understand all this back history in order to understand the prophecy itself. Well, the Gentiles or the Gentile nations speaking primarily to America or the United States and other nations of the Gentiles like uh, England and such, these Gentile nations would be grafted in, grafted in to the tree of the covenant. Why? Well, because the children of the covenant, meaning Israel, specifically the Jews, would reject the cornerstone, meaning Jesus Christ. So the gospel would have to be taken from them of course, not the root of the gospel, not the roots, not the covenant, but the actual people themselves would have to be removed and scattered, which is what happened in the allegory of the wild olive trees. And they would be scattered to all nations, all kindreds, all tongues, all people, and in would be grafted into the best 
place, the best, wonderful, most fertile land, which is the United States of America, in would be grafted in the Gentiles. Now, of course, who would be in America? Well, the Americas would be populated by Israel once again, specifically from the lines of Ephraim and Manasseh, all descendant from Lehi and from Mulek that came over. And so these two branches would spring up a people and the gospel would be here with the ancient inhabitants of America. But once these ancient inhabitants of America rejected their cornerstone, which is Jesus Christ, or Quetzalcoatl, as it, he is known in many of the Latin countries, or Tupamoroti, once they rejected their God, then of course, once again, the gospel would be handed over, or the covenant, and there would be a grafting in, the Gentiles. They would come in because the branches of the original tree had become corrupt, which is what happened in the Jacob 5, the allegory of the wild and tame fruits. So once you see the grafting in of the Gentile nations coming in to take over America, coming in to that Israel was dispersed for over millennia, and that now we have the gospel handed over to a 14-year-old boy, a 14-year-old descendant, yes, directly from Ephraim, however, also to a Gentile nation, because now uh, the United States of America, under God, blessed by God for serving him, is handed over the only country where the gospel can reign supreme and flourish. Heavenly Father knew this. So that's why he planned to take away the original branches, meaning the original peoples, the original different tribes of Israel, scatter them abroad and bring in the Gentile. But again, these are people all over the world that have dominion, power, uh, mostly Anglo-Saxon white people, that ha have rule and reign over the earth, given blessings by God so that they could be the nursing fathers and nursing mothers, nursing kings and queens to Israel. So then what happens? The Gentiles themselves, meaning the people that are born without direct descendancy of Israel or Israelite blood, upon baptism to the Church of Jesus Christ, Literally, their blood, their DNA, the structure of their cells changes. And the Gentile blood becomes purified. The pureness of the gospel, or rather, the pureness of the covenant comes in. And it is at a genetic level. It is at a, at a microscopic level. Now, this comes directly from the apostles, modern-day apostles, that explain what happens at baptism when somebody is not a descendant of Israel, but a full Gentile comes in, and they are grafted into the kingdom. In other words, you're taking a branch that belongs to the Gentile nations, taking it away from those activities, 
and giving it a new home, a new family, the Church of Jesus Christ. And so at that time, the Gentile tradition, the Gentile blood, the Gentile way of life is purged and they become a new creature. And the gospel is now upon their heads and they are the keepers of the gospel so that they can bring in the true children bloodline of Israel and be their nursing fathers and nursing mothers and carry them upon their backs. Now, why did this happen? Because again, corruption in Israel. And so God would take the care of the kingdom and put it upon the backs of the Gentile and bless them and prosper them for doing so. When indeed the, the, the blessings of the earth, the richness of the earth was heaped upon the Gentiles and the Gentiles became a very, very prosperous people having the gospel. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go, let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're a body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're gonna love the experience. On week four, this part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest, go on vacation, or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not gonna quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You win? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I. Are you ready to get started? 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Jesus Christ. However, the prophecy continues that before the second coming, according to Brigham Young and several other prophets, that the Gentiles would no longer be the ones in charge. In other words, that the time of the Gentiles would be over and once again, the full blood of Israel would be in dominion. Well, let's look at it politically. And before we look at it politically, let's Let's see what's happening here. Okay, we look at the allegory of Jacob, and in reality, we don't have to read all of it because it's quite lengthy. But we get to the last part of the allegory, and it's funny because it's just the last, I'm going to say the last eighth of it, or the last uh, sixth of it, you know. It's almost as if it is telling us this is the last time. The Lord of the vineyard says, it, it grieveth me. In other words, Jesus Christ is saying it's, it's sad for me to lose this tree, meaning the full Israel. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to sweep away the bat out of my vineyard. And the branches of the natural tree will I graft in again into the natural tree. 
and the branches of the natural tree will I graft into the natural branches of the tree, and thus will I bring them together again, that they shall bring forth the natural fruit, and they shall be one. So the intent at the very last, at the ending whining scenes of the Lord, is to bring back Israel, the original branches of Israel, all 12 tribes, if you want to include 13 tribes because it's the half tribes too, and graft them into their natural places to their lands. In other words, the geography, the, the actual land. And why do we know it's land? Why am I talking about land and geography? Because the individual branches of Israel were all promised in their blessings, their patriarchal blessings. This given by Israel himself to each of the tribes. These branches were all promised individual lands. Judah was offered and blessed with Jerusalem and so forth. Ephraim was blessed to go over the wall, over the ball, and come to America. And so this is the promised land of the Ephraimites. And thus all the promised lands of each individual tribe would be given back to the original owners at the end. Why? Because the natural branches that were scattered would be brought back and grafted in and the branches that were there, meaning that the Gentiles that were grafted in previously, would be plucked out. Now, the branches that remain, this is important because some of you Gentiles are saying at this moment, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. No. The Lord promises, and I want you to go back and read chapter 5 uh, of Jacob, but the Lord promises that those branches that remain with good fruits, in other words, those people that still keep the covenants of Jesus Christ, they will remain. They don't get plucked off of the branches and the roots. They don't get plucked off. It is only the corrupt fruit and the corrupt branches that get plucked off and then the natural branches get grafted back in. So this grafting and regrafting, in other words, giving back of the natural and the good to the good, is a process that happens as the Gentiles lose their dominion and the day of the Gentile becomes a thing of the past. So this has to happen and it has not happened. When that time comes, the Israelites, meaning the Ephraimites in America, and the Mulekites, meaning Manasseh, will once again have dominion and control over Israel here in, here in America. Now, how does that happen? Because it says here, and the bad shall be cast away, yea, even out of all the land of my vineyard. For behold, only this once will I prune my vineyard, meaning the very last time. And so now that we know that President Nelson has said that the good and the bad is growing at the same time, and we are in that time when, yes, the good and the bad are growing together, lest the good be plucked out with the bad, we are living in a time when the bad is soon to be pruned out, soon to be plucked out. But when is that time? It's coming very shortly. 
and eats even upon our doors. And why does this have to happen? Well, because the trees are freaking corrupt, aren't they? The corruption that is it right now in the Lord's vineyard is incredible. The acceptance of the worldly commandments. It's a heinous thing. The people that have been given the kingdom have become corrupt themselves. In other words, corrupt fruit. And they have accepted corruptness. The world, they've invited the world in. So the trees are withering. But as we begin to read and continue to read in Jacob 5, we see that there began, 73, to be natural fruit again in the vineyard. And the natural branches began to grow and thrive exceedingly. This is the people that are being brought in, Israelites, to take the place of the corrupt Gentiles. And as they begin to thrive exceedingly and the wild branches began to be plucked off, meaning the corrupt Gentiles, and to be cast away because of their acceptance of the world, because of the corruption, because of the acceptance of the heinous things like pornography, homosexuality, abortion, etc. And they did keep the root and the top thereof equal according to the strength thereof. So, meaning, again, you can't pluck out Aldabad all at once, but you have to do it in stages. So, woe, Gentiles, woe all of you that have decided to make the vineyard of the Lord corrupt. Because the Lord will not have a corrupt kingdom. The kingdom is corrupt right now, people. The kingdom is so corrupt that you, the people that have been given charge of the kingdom, are corrupting the kingdom with following the world and following its ways and so soon the time of the gentiles will be over and when those branches those natural branches are grafted back in you will see that the goodness comes back and the corruption is weeded out hence all these organizations that are within like the child trafficking like the corrupt pornography the homosexuality all these corrupt players that involve an incredible amount of people like state presidents like some of the 70s like like branch presidents like bishops my goodness the corruption right now there are so many people including the church's law firm under investigation for these wild crimes it is no wonder that the Lord's vineyard has to be pruned and has to be re-evaluated to the point that the Gentiles have to be grafted out, cut out, plucked out, and Israel has to be come back and grafted back into its original home, which is the covenant people of the Lord, to become beautiful upon the backs of the Gentiles, the nursing mothers and nursing fathers, as we have also a prophecy in Second Nephi and in Isaiah. And when they become like unto one body, and the fruits were equal, and the Lord of the vineyard had preserved unto himself the natural fruit, which was most precious unto him from the beginning, and it came to pass that when the Lord of the vineyard saw that his fruit was good, and that his vineyard was no more corrupt, meaning that the corruption is gone, because the Lord has done the work himself. The vineyard, yes, the world may be corrupt, but no longer the vineyard, no longer his gospel. 
his kingdom, the kingdom on earth that he has placed, no longer corrupt. He called upon his servants and said unto them, Behold, for last time we have nourished my vineyard, and thou beholdest that I have done according to my will, and I have preserved the natural fruit, and that it is good. So, there will come a time when all this corruption that we see in front of our face will be plucked out. And the time of the Gentiles will be over because the time of Israel will come again and we Israelites, full blood, will be grafted back in. And you Gentiles, you Gentiles that are not corrupt, that are holding up the kingdom, that are keeping the covenants, that are keeping the commandments, you need not fear. While everybody else is pushing you and prodding you to hold up gay banners, to hold up homosexuality, to uphold all the evils of the world, viciousness, to hold up promiscuity, to hold up pornography, to hold up abortion, to hold up all the sins in the world to become the greatest abomination that this world has ever seen. You Gentiles that hold out, whoa, hold on a moment, I'm not going to go there. And don't seek after money, don't seek after pride, don't seek after your own preservation will be part of the grafted in of Israel. Because again, you were grafted in originally, weren't you? And upon baptism, you received a new blood and a new body. You were grafted in and the Gentiles' ways were washed clean from you. There was a purging. But if you go back to the Gentile ways and reject the cornerstone once again and accept mammon and accept the beast and the sign of the 666 and you accept the worldly ways and corrupt his kingdom and fill yourself with filth and become so filthy that you start to persecute the true saints of Christ then the time of fear is here upon you your fear of COVID your fear of the virus your fear of death is for real because you need fear because your time is up let's look at it politically biden a gentile a full gentile he loves to bring in people from other countries doesn't he now those other countries those other countries are not gentile countries those other countries are israelite countries he's bringing in all the people from south america from mexico from Central America. He's bringing in people from across the big wall. In other words, the Pacific Ocean and the Atlantic Ocean. He's bringing in people from the Islam nations. He's bringing in people from Haiti. He's bringing in people from all over the world. And these are full-blooded people that belong to the house of Israel. Now, they may not be the best people in the world. These are rapers. These are killers. These are organized crime people these are murderers these are drug addicts drug dealers they're bringing in the filth but among those people don't get me wrong these people of the house of israel that have lost their way are quickly are quickly going to be washed clean and i'm not talking about the filth the adulterers or the or the whoremongers or the murderers no not those. I'm talking about the true Israelites that want to follow their God. Whether they call him Allah or whether they call him Dios 
or whether they call him by whatever name they call him the one true God and want to follow him and keep his commandments because his commandments have never changed and the Israelites know it. The Jews know the commandments. The Islamic people know his commandments. Even the Haitians know his commandments. The commandments have been the same always. Don't spill blood. You can have no adultery. Do not go after the ways of the world and make yourself filthy with their filth. There are Ten Commandments that came out of this Mount Sinai. There are many commandments spoken out of the words of Jesus Christ himself. And he has continued to give commandments through all generations of time. Keeping the covenants of Israel is what keeps you safe. Not wearing a mask, not putting a vaccine on you, not following the ways of men. None of these things keep you safe, but rather the day of the Gentiles, when it comes to an end, it will come to an end suddenly and abruptly. Because the grafting in means the grafting out of the filth. You bring in Israel and they want to make covenants. They want to make baptismal covenants. They want to refresh themselves. Well, they get first choice. And if you, if you are filthy, you're hewn out. You're cut out and simply thrown into the fire. Now, politically, you would think that the Gentiles are killing themselves, but they are. The devil always goes against himself. Always. You see... With any dream, the wind won't always be at your back. The sun won't always be shining. And some rain is going to fall. American Family Insurance is like a good solid roof that you can trust to protect your biggest dreams. With plans that could save you up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto. Also, you can continue to dream fearlessly, no matter what comes your way. American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at AmFam.com. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company assigned its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The devil fights the devil, or rather, doesn't keep his promises to his followers. He's more than ready to throw you into the fire once you serve his purpose. So he has no worries in bringing in through the Gentiles to flood in your borders, to open open borders, people. By who? By the whitest person in the world. The most Gentile person in the world. He's going to open the borders, which he already has, flood people in by the millions. For what? To take over the United States of America so that the white person is rooted out. And what else has Biden done? Well, let's see. We have the brainwashing of your children, your white children, in your schools through Biden, through critical race theory, telling your kids that are white that whiteness is evil, and your kids are believing it and saying they're evil, and so the only good people on the earth are the black people and the Mexicans and the people of color, right? Not according to God, not according to Jesus Christ, but according to some sick fool and the rest of his cronies that are deep, horrible secret society of men. Why are they doing this? <laughs> They're following Satan, of course. Because Satan's plan is to control and reign and rule and see murder and bloodshed and everything horrible happen, which is going to happen. What do you think these people coming across the border are going to do? They're going to kill and savagely rape and, and, and destroy Americans. Destroy the white race off the earth. That's what they're going to try to do, at least. 
And so you have Biden and his cronies destroying America, destroying the culture of America, taking and rooting out white people as if it's a new Holocaust. And pretty soon he's going to be murdering white people, right? By bringing in people that will do the job for him. And so if it wasn't happening before your eyes, then you would be thinking, well, this guy's crazy or this comes out of some kind of a science fiction novel. This can't be happening. If I were to tell you about the sign of the times of the time of the Gentiles coming to an end in the future, you wouldn't believe me because you'd say, how does the time of the Gentiles come to an end if the white person is the majority in the United States? How do you take away the power? How do you take away the reign? How do you take away the gospel away from the Gentile nation? Well, you simply do it through Satan and through the Gentile himself, a corrupt Gentile that sells the nation, sells his people and sells his soul to the devil, brings in millions of people, people from the bloodline of Israel that are corrupt anyway, to kill the Gentiles. Also corrupts the school system and teaches everybody that the white person is a racist. So there you have it, folks. You have fulfillment, the literal fulfillment of the time of the Gentiles being over. In fact, the prosperity and the wonderfulness of the United States of America crumbling, of course, because the beautiful founding Gentile fathers, the founding fathers that came in and sacrificed their blood so that we could have freedom, their push for freedom and their blessing from God came from worshiping him. Now that the Gentiles have fallen into degeneracy and that we see abortions, I mean, my goodness, abortions up to the time of birth in places like New York City. No wonder that the God of heaven is so angry and allows Satan to come in and destroy a filthy people. Through who? Through people that are already filthy. But at least these people are the bloodline of Israel. And so you have an illegitimate regime reigning the United States right now, a regime built up of white people, white supremacists. And these white supremacists, what do they do? They're killing off their own because the white people that are white supremacists don't care about regular Americans. They only want to live and survive themselves. So they're creating a Holocaust. And they think that somehow they're going to survive this Holocaust, survive the time of the Gentiles that's prophesied to be over. Now, talking from the gospel's point of view, and the perspective of the church, the perspective of the numbers of the church, if you see this prophecy being fulfilled before your eyes, it's true. Take a look at the numbers. Now, remember the Americas, which is Ephraim and Manasseh, were populated by Indians, Indians belonging to the blood of Israel, Indians that had and have still the blood of Ephraim and Manasseh. And who else? Well, the blood of the Chinese. We all know the Chinese came over around the year 800 to, to the Americas, mingled with the with the Native Americans here. That's all taught when you go to school in Mexico. It's not taught in the United States. But other countries have knowledge of this. This knowledge doesn't get taught in the United States for some reason. Of course, we don't teach even our own constitution 
anymore. But the Indians now that have survived, that live in the United States, these Indians have bloodlines of Manasseh, Ephraim, and of course, Chinese people, which are also descendants of Israel. Let's take a look at the numbers within the church. The church now, with its 17-ish million, most of the population of the church, most of the people on record that are members of the Church of Jesus Christ, most of these members are Spanish-speaking. In other words, Spanish-speaking members have overpopulated and gained the majority of the members of the church. This has been already for several decades. In fact, the population of Spanish-speaking members in the church passed English-speaking a long time ago. This is when I was a kid. So now, the population of the most populous speakers that are covenant Israel, that have Israel in their covenant and have the pure bloodline, are Spanish speakers. So these Spanish speakers are direct descendants of Ephraim and Manasseh. And so at this point, you see that Israel, the original branches, those branches that came out of Jerusalem, were taken here to the Americas, to the best land, and that got cut out because they were corrupt. And the Gentiles were grafted into their place. Now those same Spanish people are being grafted back in, but in a way that's unlike the way that the Gentiles were grafted in. Because remember, the Gentiles were not Israel, and they did never have any Israelitish blood in them. So, when I say Israel, all the scriptures always mean covenant Israel. But when we're talking about the allegory of the olive tree, and the tame olive tree, and the, and the corrupt olive tree, and the corrupt olives, and the tame olives, when we're talking about the grafting in of Israel and the time of the Gentiles being over, we are talking about bloodline. And so, when we talk about bloodline, we're no longer talking about Gentiles coming in, non-blood Israelites, but rather non-Israelites, coming in and being grafted in and becoming Israel or becoming part of the tree, which is the root. Remember, the root is Israel. So, becoming covenant Israel, Gentiles getting purged out of their blood, which is their corrupt fruit, and now springing forth good fruit. Those Gentiles, those Gentiles that have become corrupt are now getting not grafted out, but cut out, cut out of the Lord's vineyard and cast into the fire. Who's going in their place? Nobody's getting cut out out of bloodline Israel, but the natural branches, remember, they were preserved and taken to some other place. Those people, Israelites, Ephraimites, that were taken to some other place are now being brought in and grafted back in, not as strangers, but as original in Israel, given back their birthright. And so we have a complete difference now, don't we? We have Israelites that are not covenant people coming in and being grafted in through covenant back to their original 
bloodline and covenant to make the tree complete as it was in the beginning. Israelite blood to Israelite covenant. Remember what Jesus said, I can make I can make people out of rocks. I can make Israelites out of these rocks. But in this case, the blood of Israel, Israelites now being brought back to make those covenants and not only to be grafted in people because that's the important part they're not just becoming members here oh no all those spanish wards you see with just a few people that are going to the wards all those few people that go to those wards well not just to become a member but become the leaders the leaders people in other words the gentiles the day of the gentiles that will soon be over, meaning that those Gentiles that remain, remain so because they keep their covenant and can stay a part of Israel. Other than that, they're plucked out, cut out, cast into the fire, and the true Israelites come in. They are on the backs of the Gentiles for many years, but now they don't have to be on the backs because now as second nephi states it and also isaiah now they are as lions roaring lions upon the gentiles to scatter the gentiles one lion to scatter a hundred now they are powerful they are leaders and they are covenant israel and israel is rightfully theirs so has the time of the gentiles come to an end before the second coming which this took up a whole episode because it's so complicated it's about to happen it's been happening the numbers in the church have exploded with spanish-speaking members and that the gentiles are getting weeded out by the devil so in both cases the time of the gentiles is about to happen when the gentiles they're no more they will be destroyed hunted out, weeded out, and it will be a handing over of the kingdom back to Israel, blood Israel. So the first are last and the last are first. Prophecy not completely fulfilled yet, but sure is because the Lamanites are blossoming as a rose all over the these parts of America, South America, North America, Central America, blossoming as a rose and the time will soon be at hand when the whole kingdom is delivered back to israel blood israel and the time of the gentiles is no more this has to happen before the second coming what they don't want you to know with your host mr noriega is the government keeping secrets you bet they are here, those secrets are revealed. Teachers, seven years researching the common core of the education system. Author Noriega. What they don't want.